With her enhancements, she was faster and stronger than them, but she was also outnumbered and had no weapon. Sienna broke cover and fled, hurtling rotten logs and dodging treacherous thickets. Even during the day, it was dark beneath the lush, dripping tree canopy, which filtered out 80% of the sun. But her unnaturally wide pupils darted back and forth, spotting every root threatening to trip her up, every thorn waiting to tear her flesh. Her bare teenage feet danced around them, finding flat, spongy ground again and again. She glanced about for a loose stick she could use as a club, her long auburn hair flying right and left. There was no time to stop and break off a dead limb. She could hear the faint thump and rustle of their tennis shoes less than twenty yards back. She hit a thinner patch of forest and saw a hint of daylight above. Grabbing a low-hanging branch, she swung up into a tree and climbed for the sky. The ground was quickly obscured behind her, and, for a moment, she thought she was clever. But she surprised a small orange monkey and sent it screeching through the limbs. They'd know exactly where she was now, thirty feet in the air directly above them. Sienna left the safety of the trunk and tiptoed out onto a thick branch. It bent under her weight as it thinned, but her balance was exquisite, not merely as good as a ballerina's, but better. It wouldn't be for long, though. Running away meant no more TS-8. Her extraordinary abilities would fade to normal, like those of her pursuers, who had only just begun the enhancement process. But it was a price she was willing to pay for even a slim chance to live. A dart whispered up from below and struck the thin branch inches from her foot, injecting the tree with an inky fluid she knew all too well. They were coming up, and they would almost certainly stick her with the next throw. The thin branch dipped like a precarious diving board. She pushed down with her legs, and when the limber branch rebounded upward, she jumped. Vertical orientation was crucial when canopy jumping, the way the monkeys did it. She flew toward the next tree. Its limbs overlapped those of the trees she left, but they were too thin at their tips to support her. She needed to break through to the thicker inner branches. It was a great distance to cover without a run, perhaps twenty-five feet, impossible for an unenhanced person. But she was enhanced. She crashed through the thinner branches. They drew long red lines down her forehead and cheeks as they bent against her face. The scratches might have horrified a normal girl her age a girl going to formals or having her sorority photo taken. But Sienna ignored them, bursting through the canopy toward the thicker wood near the trunk. She tilted her head to dodge the point of a branch that might have stabbed her right eye, and stayed focused, reaching for two different limbs. Her palms slapped wood, closed around it, and then she bobbed, suspended, as the branches groaned against her weight thirty feet above the earth. There was no time to celebrate the jump. She was still darting distance from her former tree. She yanked herself atop the limbs and climbed, bursting through the canopy's upper leaves into the light. When she looked back, she saw two dark shapes rising in the tree behind her, silhouetted against the light. The evening sun hung low in the sky behind them. She turned and tiptoed along another branch away from it, hurrying east, and when she reached its springy end, she jumped again. She flew through the tops of the trees, learning more with each leap, rapidly becoming adept. She was beating them. But helicopter blades thumped in the distance. Her heart sank. Her head start wouldn't matter. As soon as the pilot spotted her, the chopper would come for her too. And it was faster. Much faster. Sienna frowned. It wasn't any faster atop the canopy than on the ground. The ocean came into view ahead, a wrinkled blue blanket thrown over the world beyond the lush carpet of forest.
She made for it, climbing to a height that allowed her to see up and down the coast. The rocks of the fifty-foot seaside cliffs jutted beyond the tree line to the north. She skittered out on a branch and jumped down toward them, landing and jumping again, using her descent to add speed. A look back confirmed that the others were still following. They'd gone to the ground and were running. She had to lose them, she thought, or take them out. She preferred the second option, but her odds against multiple armed opponents were 50-50 at best. She could hear the helicopter approaching now. The pilot had seen her, or they'd radioed to the chopper. Now she was being tracked from the air.